Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Impeachment is a word now that doesn't mean what it used to mean, at least in this country. The word impeachment used to actually mean something. Democrats have destroyed it by the way that they went after Donald Trump with impeachment. Not once, but twice. Now it's a political play. It's no longer about are you actually breaking laws or undermine the country you're supposed to be protecting and representing. Impeachment is now been tainted. And so it's, it is it is a idea that when people hear it, they kind of just roll their eyes. I, I think they roll their eyes because I think they realize how ridiculous it is that what happened the last time. And look, there were people that were in favor of the impeachment last time, to be clear, right? There were people that were completely in favor uh, of impeachment. And it was because they wanted to take out Donald Trump politically. They knew Donald Trump wasn't colluding with the Russians. They knew that that report was paid for and created out of thin air by the Democrats. They know that Hillary Clinton was one of the ones funding the Steele dossier. They knew that the FBI knew that the Steele dossier was a lie. They knew that they couldn't corroborate, that he couldn't corroborate the stories within the Steele dossier. In fact, the FBI offered him, I think it was over a million dollars to substantiate the claims in the dossier and he couldn't do it. So that should tell you an awful lot about it as well, right? He couldn't even do that. Now, why couldn't he do that? Why? Why Why could he not do that? Because he made it up. Democrats made it up. They all lied. They all knew what they were doing. They were lying the entire time. The problem now is when people hear impeachment, a lot of people go to their left, they go to their right, and it turns into a political moment. They say, okay, I'm going to my team here. You guys on the other side, y'all are just abusing power. Y'all are idiots, or you're just trying to take out your political opponent. That's why I say Republicans have to be very careful because this could backfire and actually solidify support that is wavering for Joe Biden. 
People are starting to cover the story of Joe Biden. They are. Okay? People are starting to realize and understand it. But if you turn it into a partisan issue by going through impeachment too early, then it can backfire on you on a very, very big way. I'll give you an example of why I say this. Because I want to be clear. I'm in favor of impeaching Joe Biden because I think there's evidence to impeach him. I want to be careful in when and how and where we do it. Look at what happens every single time they indict Donald Trump. The charges are absurd, right? We know that, but they keep doing it. And why they keep doing it? Democrats believe that, that Donald Trump is the easiest person to beat in the general election. So they're going to keep in, 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 indicting him when and wherever they can, regardless of the facts, because they believe it guarantees him the primary. And what happens when they, when they go after Donald Trump? The base rallies behind him. The exact same thing will happen if we go for impeaching Hunter Biden, or excuse me, Joe Biden, over Hunter Biden, the Biden corruption. The same exact thing's going to happen. The same exact thing is going to happen. And other Republicans have gone on the record now as saying that there is a clear plan to launch an impeachment inquiry into Biden this month, meaning September. Now, three separate GOP-led committees have investigated allegations that Hunter Biden leveraged his father's official government positions to secure foreign business deals. The open question for Republican lawmakers is whether President Biden ever personally benefited from his son's deals or abused the power of his office to influence them in any way. McCarthy said last month that an impeachment inquiry would only happen with a formal House vote. McCarthy said at the time, quote, to open an impeachment inquiry is a serious matter. And House Republicans would not take it lightly or use it for political purposes. The American people deserve to be heard on this matter through their elected representatives, McCarthy said in an interview with Breitbart. He then went on to say, that's why if we move forward with an impeachment inquiry, it would occur through a vote on the floor of the House and not through a declaration by one person. That means... In translation, the 218 lawmakers will need to support an impeachment inquiry against Biden. And it is not at all certain House Republicans have the votes to do it. Several GOP lawmakers, including Representative Ken Buck, a Republican from Colorado, and Representative Don Bacon, a Republican from Nebraska, have both voiced skepticism about impeachment. Even some House conservatives who support impeachment, have complained about the timing. Representative Dan Bishop, who's a Republican from North Carolina, said to Fox News last week that it appeared McCarthy was, quote, dangling the issue to avoid a confrontation over spending ahead of the next deadline to fund the government. Now, the House Freedom Caucus and other conservative groups have urged McCarthy, McCarthy to force a deeper spending cut, deeper spending cuts in general, and to attach GOP priorities to any short-term or long-term spending deal that would keep the government open. That's unlikely, by the way, to get through the Senate or the White House and to get a signature for approval. They view the last debt limit deal as a betrayal because it did not significantly curtail government spending. 
This is part of how it, why it was so hard for Kevin McCarthy to get the speaker's job. Because many Republicans said he wasn't doing enough to stop out-of-control government spending. Representative Chip Roy, a friend of mine from Texas, warned GOP leaders earlier this month this, hiding, quote, behind impeachment. To screw America with status quo massive funding will not end well. In other words, he's saying, don't try to show me a nice shiny object in this hand while you're screwing me in the other hand. And, and look at what Chip Roy, by the way, he has a lot of people in the Freedom Caucus and a lot of conservatives around him. Look at the words he chose. He wasn't messing around. I'm going to read it again. Hiding behind impeachment to screw America with status quo, massive funding will not end well. In other words, if you think you can give us impeachment, we'll shut up on government spending. You're wrong. If you think you can trade out of control government spending for an impeachment inquiry or a vote on impeachment, you're wrong. Now, there's a narrow House majority. Republicans can only afford to lose five votes from their conference in an impeachment inquiry vote. To be clear, I would already say that they've lost three, possibly four, just based on the quotes that I gave you a moment ago from Republicans who are on the record. And those Republicans that I mentioned are from states where impeachment probably won't play well with the voters. Colorado is a great example. It's a more liberal state. At the same time, as all this is going on, impeachment hardliners, right, like Representative Matt Gates, have also threatened to attempt to remove Kevin McCarthy if the House does not follow through with an impeachment vote, something he says he will pay off on. The Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy's office, has not responded to requests for comment. Why? Because they clearly wanted to leak this out and see how it was going to play out after they leaked it. That's what they're clearly trying to do, which makes sense, actually. Now, Republicans have to be careful here that they don't screw this up. Because the American people right now seem to be coming around to the idea in the polls that that the president is clearly corrupt and compromised. If you move too soon towards impeachment, you can screw the whole thing up. You can screw it up big time. If you go too quickly, you can screw all of this up. I want you to hear what was said by David Brooks. He was on PBS NewsHour. David Brooks, not a hardcore conservative. But he had this to say about the Hunter Biden uh, story and that Hunter was selling influence and influence peddling on his dad's name. He even said, as a liberal on PBS, quote, I underestimated the Hunter story. This week, though, we learned federal prosecutors will be moving ahead with an indictment against Hunter Biden, most likely related to gun charges, expected by the end of the month. Uh, David, as you well know, those questions around Hunter Biden continue to fuel Republicans' threats to impeach President Biden. Is this becoming a liability for the president? Well, it's certainly a liability. Um, You know, it it sort of feeds into the narrative that he's part of the Washington establishment, everybody's self-dealing. So that's a liability. The gun charge, you know, he was a a sick man, frankly, who had some drug issues. And the gun charge to me is an ancillary issue. To me, I want to know, he was clearly trying to peddle influence. Did he successfully peddle influence? Was any any law change to Joe Biden's policies change to Joe Biden sit in, any, in on any of those meetings? I kind of doubt it on all counts. 
But I do think now I've sort of underestimated the Hunter Biden story. I think it's probably worth a look to see if there was actual influence peddling. But for the Republicans to talk about impeachment, you got to have a crime. <laughs> like, you got to have some accusation you can make. And they don't really have anything right now. It's worth looking into, but they're way premature in talking about impeachment. Jonathan, what do you make of that? Is, is it worth a look by both the Department of Justice and House Republicans, as they say they want to do? Well, it's worth a look by the Department of Justice because they're already looking. And with the special counsel um, having already been appointed, there apparently is a reason to look. But the one thing I want folks to remember and to always remember, and that is the legal, the legal predicament surrounding Hunter Biden, the, the, the son of the president, it is nowhere near and it is not the same as what is facing the former president, twice impeached, four times indicted on 91 counts um, in four different jurisdictions. I mean, their Republicans, especially congressional Republicans, have been spending a lot of time trying to focus attention on, on Hunter Biden and the quote-unquote weaponization of the Justice Department because of what is happening to Donald Trump. By, by the way, I, I wanted you to hear the response there because you need to understand what Democrats are going to do. You hear this shocking moment from Brooks of honesty. I underestimated the Hunter Biden story. Hunter was trying to peddle influence. And then immediately they go back to, well, but it's nothing compared to what Donald Trump did. You heard it right there. Attack dog. Get on there. Bring it. Go all in. Yell, scream, rant, rave. Talk about you don't understand how bad it is for the you know for, for the Trumps. This is nothing compared to what you guys are looking at. This is nothing compared to what's going on right now with, with, with Donald J. Trump. That's their argument. That's their response. Well, you think we're bad. You've got indictments. We don't. I will say this a different way. Republicans have to be very careful that if we do this, we do it the right way because the media is going to turn on it quickly. The media is going to turn on this thing so freaking fast and they're going to turn this into a partisan issue so quick. And if we are just now getting people around the idea that there's corruption, I, the, the American people, I don't think are at the point of impeachment yet. They're just now finding out about the basics of this, folks. And we have to be very careful that we don't give them a gift by this becoming a partisan issue so then they don't have to listen and understand just how corrupt the Biden crime family actually is. That is my concern. And I think you can understand why. Because what's the point of doing this if we're not going to make it effective? And if it backfires on us, what's the point of doing it? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Now, there's also other issues at play here that we should talk about and we should use to our advantage. I'll give you an example. On 9-11, it was leaked. President Joe Biden has now bowed down to Iran, and we are going to pay them $6 billion for five Americans in exchange for five Iranian prisoners. Then, on top of that, the president and the White House are now claiming that the $6 billion for five Americans in exchange for five Iranian prisoners, so we're, we're not just giving them a, a, a prisoner swap here, we're giving them $6 billion. The White House claims, oh, don't worry. The money will only be used to purchase humanitarian goods, so you don't have to worry. If you believe that, you're an idiot. This is Iran. Iran killed more American soldiers was responsible for killing more American soldiers than any other country when we were in Afghanistan and Iraq. How do I know that? Because they were the ones that were giving safe harbor to terrorists and safe passage to terrorists that were coming in to kill us. They were also the number one maker of the roadside bombs that were blowing up American soldiers. They are a state sponsor of terrorism. And when America got to Afghanistan and when America got to Iraq, Iran went full force into war to kill American soldiers. And now the Biden administration has approved a deal 
with Iran to pay the rogue regime $6 billion in exchange for five detained American citizens. The deal, according to the Associated Press, entailed the Biden administration issuing a blanket waiver for international banks to transfer $6 billion in frozen Iranian money from South Korea to Qatar without U.S. sanctions. The money would then be held in Qatar's central bank for Iran to use, reportedly for the purchase of humanitarian goods. That's a joke. In addition, the Biden administration agreed to release five Iranian citizens held in the U.S. So not only are we giving them $6 billion, we're giving them five Iranian citizens, I'm assuming, who are involved in some sort of terrorism. I'm having more on that story coming up in a moment. Why would you do that, by the way, on 9-11? I mean, if there's anything that they would teach you in politics 101, it's like, hey, if you're going to release some terrorists, don't do it on the anniversary of 9-11, especially when it's like Iran. And yet here we are having this conversation where the president is going to transfer $6 billion, $6 billion. According to the Associated Press, the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken signed off on the deal Late last week, but Congress was not notified of the deal until Monday, which was 9-11. The 22nd anniversary of the U.S. suffering terrorist attacks by Islamic fundamentalists. And that's the day we tell them, oh, by the way, we're sending $6 billion to Iran who was killing American soldiers. The deal appears to go against the U.S. policy, by the way, of not paying countries to release American prisoners, right? This is ransom money. So as not to incentivize the behavior of capturing Americans. According to the report, the transfer of the $6 billion was the critical element in the prisoner swap deal, the $6 billion. So we're giving them humans and we're giving them $6 billion, more than a billion a person. Some European nations reportedly balked at participating in the transfer, by the way. But don't worry, then Joe Biden, the big guy, and his administration's blanket waiver was aimed at easing their concerns. The AP notes this morning the waiver is likely to draw criticism of President Joe Biden from Republicans and others that the deal will boost the Iranian economy at a time when Iran poses a growing threat to U.S. troops and Mideast allies. It's also a a part here where it's just incompetency and, and the amount of incompetency here makes me angry. You, it, there is no way, okay, at all, there's no way that you can guarantee that this $6 billion is going to be used for humanitarian reasons. Like, that's not possible, okay? Like, that's not something that's possible. Iran can funnel the $6 billion out of Qatar and claim it's for humanitarian things, they can do that. But I promise you this, they're going to use it for whatever the hell they want to. The The other part of this is, when was the last time Iran was known for doing anything in a humanitarian fashion? Did, did and, and again, this is a question that would have been asked in the meeting, but of course they, they're not asking that question because they already know. They, they, they already know that that's not going to happen. So it's, it's, it's part of the lie, right? Because if you were having a normal administration meeting, someone would be like, hey, when was the last time that Iran ever did anything on a, on a 
humanitarian basis? Like when when did that when, when did that happen? And the answer would be they don't, right? Like like that's not what they do. That's not how any of this works. That's not how this. They, 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 that's not how they do any of this. So instead, we're giving six billion to a terrorist organization that's going to use the six billion to kill people, claiming the money is going to be used for humanitarian reasons, while also giving up these five different Iranians that we have in our custody in the United States of America. I'm still trying to find out more about these Iranians. We don't know anything about them yet because the White House seems to be keeping that very quiet. Now, if you just do a quick step back on the anniversary of 9-11, let's be clear now. You have a president that bowed to Iran on 9-11. You have a president that paid $6 billion to, to, and gave up five Iranian prisoners in an exchange for five Americans with a, with a country that clearly is a rogue nation that sponsors terrorism has killed American soldiers. They, Iran is responsible for more limbs lost on Americans in Iraq and Afghanistan than any other country because of their bombs that they, have, that they allowed to be made in their country and they gave to the terrorists. They gave safe haven to ISIS and Al-Qaeda. And then you combine that with Biden breaking a 22-year tradition. He spent 9-11 not at White House or the, 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 the site of this attack, right? They said, well, it's just time to move on. That's, that was their logic here. Yeah, President Biden was taking fire from some families of 9-11 victims for being the first president in 22 years to not spend 9-11 in an attack site or at the White House, according to the new report. The family slammed Biden for spending 9-11 in, quote, Alaska, but just part of the day, where he is following up on a trip to India and Vietnam to discuss climate change. He then tacked on Alaska, claiming he was doing something there. Now, Biden did do one thing. He visited the memorial of his friend, the late Senator John McCain in Vietnam on Monday. He kissed the memorial, telling reporters traveling with him that it was important that he visit the site as McCain was a, quote, good friend. That, by the way, is not connected to 9-11. But I guess they thought, oh, that's good enough, right? We'll check that box so that you can't criticize him. One of the victims said, if our leader is so willing to not show up to the memorial service, it's, sh- it's showing the message that Americans have forgotten and that it's okay to forget. Unfortunately for myself and for all other families and those joining with us this morning, we have no way of forgetting. This is something that forever changed our lives and this is something that we're going to live with forever, even if the rest of the country can let this be a day they, f- they do forget. White House Press Secretary Jean-Pierre said at a press conference three days ago about 9-11, she said, quote, on 9-11, look, the president is going to mark the anniversary of September the 11th attacks this year in Alaska, as you just mentioned, with service members and their families. And as he does every year, as he's done the, uh, this every year, he plans to honor the lives lost and the families and loved ones who will feel the pain of the terrible day. This is something he feels is very important to do. We can only imagine the heartbreak and the pain that the 9-11 families have felt every day for the past 22 years. Jean-Pierre concluded saying this, so I know the families have, have certain, certainly been on this, on the mind recently, in recent days, and they will continue to be. To be on the mind as we approach the anniversary, as you know, is coming up Monday. In other words, yeah, screw you guys. Here's your lip service. 
we're too busy working a deal with Iran right now. Now, so far, we have not been able to figure out exactly what the deal is. We don't know, okay? We, we don't know what the deal is and who these Iranians are that we're giving back. And the reason why we don't know is because I'm sure they don't know, want us to know who it is. They're terrified of who these Iranians are and that it's going to get out before we hurry up and do the deal and move on. But telling Congress on the anniversary of 9-11, God help us. And I, I mean that sincerely when I say that. God help us. This is a president of the United States of America, and I would argue this deal with Iran is nothing more than just being compromised. This, th th this is straight up a president that I think is compromised in a way that people can't even imagine. There's no logical reason to do this deal. There's no logical reason to give $6 billion to a terrorist organization because Iran is a terrorist organization. You can't tell me they're not. The facts back it up. The facts clearly show that they are a terrorist organization. And we're going to do that on the anniversary of 9-11. So let me go back to what I was saying a moment ago about impeachment. The American people seem to be turning on Joe Biden on their own. We have to be careful that we don't stop that momentum by pushing for impeachment, which we do not have the votes for, by the way, in the Senate. That's something that we need to really talk about. We need to be very strategic about when we start this impeachment inquiry because it will galvanize the left. And there will be people that are not actually right now standing and supporting Joe Biden that will then immediately go and stand and support Joe Biden. That's part of what people need to understand. I worry that if we move this too quickly, if we go too fast, that we're going to get ourselves in a situation where this will be one of the biggest backfires we've ever seen. And that this will galvanize the left. It will make them stand up for Joe Biden. It will make them say to Joe Biden, hey, we're going to really we're going to really defend you because these Republicans, instead of us listening to the crimes that the Biden crime family has committed. I also understand the votes. And if we don't have the votes, and the other question is, is this worth it to do this now while the president's approval ratings are an all-time low? This story is starting to finally get to people. You look at the CNN poll that came out. I'll go back to what CNN said on their own TV about this. Here's how they put it. The majority believe Biden putting thumb on the scale of the Hunter probe. And when you look here about President Biden now serving as president, his actions in the Hunter Biden probe, have they been appropriate or not? 55% um, of Americans, a majority, believe Biden's actions related to the Hunter Biden probe, inappropriate. 24% of Democrats, again, a majority of independents, 52%, and nearly all Republicans at 90% believe that. And this is to show what happens when you don't push back at mm -hmm. all, which is really basically what the White House has been doing, there's not been a Hunter Biden defense uh, kind of mounted in a public relations way. And it's starting to seep through beyond just the right wing echo chamber we're seeing. It's starting to seep through. Well, if you start impeachment, what do you think is going to happen? Make sure you share this podcast with your family and your friends, and I will see you back here tomorrow.
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.